forum at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I am one of your three illustrious hosts, Charles Diamond, a.k.a. Leroy Tolstoy, here with the other illustrious host, Ali, a.k.a. Ali. I'm not sure if I'm illustrious, but Raj, a.k.a. Unwritten Rules. Yeah, I was going to say, if all of us are illustrious, then like none of us are illustrious. Is it like a, is it like a zero-sum game? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go with we're all illustrious. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm not going to... I'm not going to call with none of us, or only two of us, illustrious. Raj, you're too humble. Oh, <laughs> uh, my bad. No, 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 you're good, man. You got to bask in your illustriousness. <laughs> Be more <cocky laughs> Unwritten illustrious. Yeah, get your Russell Westbrook on. Um, so, we're recording this here uh, in my home. It's 1.01 a.m. We, we, we're recording this just as Yusuf Nurkic has... Apparently suffered a really gruesome injury. Um, They're saying the it's game. like Gordon Hayward like. Yeah, in the game against the Nets, and none of us have seen it because we were all like getting ready to record. Um, and I, I don't know about you guys. I'm a huge Nurk fan. I was actually actually one of the origins of the reason I hate the Nuggets is because I liked Nurk and I wanted them to trade Jokic <laughs> and keep Nurk, which shows that I'm not a good scout. But I am a passionate <laughs> fan, um, so I'm a big Nurk guy, uh, Nurk daddy, and this is really kind of catastrophic uh, for him to have what yeah. is apparently a gruesome injury. Yeah, especially because yeah, I he's been playing. No, I don't. I just keep thinking of the video, and I it's like making me cringe. I hate these types of injuries. Nobody wants to see that. I don't want to see this kind of injury happen to anybody, especially them going into their playoff race. Um, like, I think there's eight games left, you know, and then just to go out for the season. Um, it's horrible. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, w- what are they in the – they're right now their fourth seed, right? They're, they possibly could be three seed by the end of the, se- the season. Right. They're, they've, been playing, they've been playing great basketballs of late, too. Also, no BS, but, like, the, he's – I mean, I would say he's their third best player behind Damon CJ. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. it's kind of, yeah, it's it's kind of trash for them to lose such a vital, like they're already top heavy as it is for them to lose their third best player, um, mm-hmm. especially after what happened last year in the playoffs. You really wanted to be able to see them go full strength, especially with somebody like Nurk, who's like kind of a matchup problem and like kind of a unique center um, as the league shifts towards you know those sort of ath- athletic rim running centers, skinnier guys. Nurk could sort of hold his own in the post and punish you for for going small. So it kind of sucks for for them as a team, but also like like I said, like who yeah. who starts in it? I feel like because they're backups, no one's going to be as great as he is, or not great, but like as good as he is defensively. I feel like and Cantor might start now. Yeah, because they got Cantor and Myers Leonard. And we talked about this last time on the pod, like. When we were joking about Cantor playing Toronto in the in the finals, oh, that's yeah, and like, yeah. you know, they're gonna. I mean, he, I mean, he's gonna have to step it up. Cantor will, yeah, his de- especially on the defensive end, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speak, speaking of which, uh, we all heard about this uh, injury on Twitter and via text messages, so none of us have actually seen the video. And let me just say, none of us want to see the video. Um, yeah, I, I, I actually like hate watching these types of videos. I don't like, I'm like super squeamish. I'm like super, like I, 
Like, I look away when they're taking my blood at the doctor's office. Like, I'm that squeamish. I'm like, ooh, that's out of my body. Um, so, yeah, I just think because we're all, obviously, we, we consider ourselves basketball analysts. Some of us are journalists in a very serious way, i.e. Ali and Raj. And some of us uh, just, like, live and breathe basketball. Literally almost live and breathe, unfortunately, for myself. <laughs> I think it's our responsibility to sort of see what happened to this. Um, so we're going to watch the video all together uh, right now. Because we all wanted to know how it happened. And then we also heard that a ref kicked Nurkic. So we're all curious as to what happened. And no one wanted to watch it to just be the one that says how it happened. So we all decided yep. to watch it together. Mm-hmm. As a all forum. Right. As the forum. Together as a forum. Together yes. as a forum. So uh, I think... Uh, uh, no. Raj? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, we got five seconds. Oh, All right. Four. I don't want three. to. Three. I'm going to feel terrible after. Let's go. Good drive. Oh, oh no. No. You no, no. No. Uh, I hate that. I hate oh, that. Oh, that. I see so the ref right. thing. I see the ref oh, thing. I see why God. people were pissed. That's good. Oh my God! Uh, the ref literally turns around. I don't think the ref realized he was. Yeah, I don't hurt. think he. Yeah, I don't think he thinks it was that bad because he didn't oh, even yeah. look back. Yeah, he yeah. didn't like. He was. Oh my God! He picks up his. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'm oh, done with that. I'm done God. with that. I ah, jeez. That was bad. I hate. That I didn't stuff. think it was gonna be that bad. It showed a lot of it too, which was like. I don't. I never understand when something happens like that. Like why. Like, why is the producer in the truck like, yeah, cut to the handheld so we can see up close? I know. Like, no. Cut to the furthest possible angle. They're doing it because of people like us that end up actually watching the replay. Yeah, you're 100% right, actually. We are the problem. We are the problem. Uh, That See, I feel so weird when I put my foot down on the floor after that. First off, that's going to be a while to recover from, but like... I really hope he. How how old is Nurkic? He's young-ish, like mid twenties. Really? Yeah, because remember, like, yeah, he. Um, I, I forget. Did he get? Was he, did he get drafted by Utah? No, he was drafted by Denver because they drafted both oh, of those. Days, they, I was pretty sure he's twenty-four then, years old. And then Utah maxed him, and then he got traded to the Thunder. Is that what happened? And then to I the believe, Knicks. I believe he was. Uh, wait, you're talking about Nurkic? Yeah, 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 yeah. Am I he making was that on, up? He was on. He wasn't on the Knicks. He was only on Denver and Portland. Yeah, I don't remember. No, no, I'm on my bad. I was thinking about Cantor with the Knicks. My fault. That's oh my yeah, fault. yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, on, yeah. He was. Yeah, yeah. My bad. He's Port- only been yeah, on. He was on Utah and Portland. Yeah. Denver. I'm on his Wikipedia now. Yeah, because well, no, uh, Nurkic was Denver. It was only two teams: Denver and then Portland. My fault. Okay, yeah. I was thinking of Cantor that whole time. My fault. Yeah. I can't. Oh my you know god. That was, you know that was Cantor. Out of my head. Just, you know that was Nurkic that got hurt, right, Rick? Yeah, 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 yeah. My fault. My I'm fault. Kidding. Ah, God. I can't get Yo. the image out of my head. Do you see, see I, that, feel, that ankle I genuinely oh. feel sick. I hate that stuff so much. That, it was such a such a like a mundane movement, though. You know, like he didn't. Okay, question: know. Did he when he when he jumped? Did he land it on a foot? Correct. He did. Yeah, he did. See, he that's what scares me. Is it's not someone like falling on him or anything like that or anything it's just just from just jumping up yeah yeah 
It's, there was uh, a lot of like traffic in the paint. And he kind of jumped up, and uh, why has it been? I mean, not saying that it should happen in other sports. I'm glad it doesn't. But I, at least I feel like it happens mostly in basketball. Uh, I mean, I don't watch other sports like I do basketball, so that's probably why I think that. Mm-hmm. But am I wrong in saying that doesn't happen nearly? Like, if I were to think those types of injuries would happen in any sport. To me, it would be football. Well, but I, I don't think football does have the most injuries. Like they, yes, but... the most injuries, yes, but not those types of injuries. Oh yeah, where it's like crazy uh, season-ending stuff like that. Like by chance, like yeah. you just stepped the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. non-contact type stuff. Not just that, but like disgusting injury. Oh yeah, my gosh, I can't believe that happened to him. <sighs> oh, all right, prayers up for Nurkic, man. That's that's terrible. We're supposed yeah, to record terrible. a full podcast after that. Yeah, I don't even. Oh my god! Speedy recovery, man. Yeah, yeah man. Seriously, no prayers up uh, because of that. Just that's that's gonna be. Oh. I don't even know how they play basketball after that. Like you know, like how do you just even like run the next play or anything like that? Like that, that's what I was thinking because like I, not to minimize it or anything, but like that happened in double OT. That Gordon Hayward injury happened in the first quarter, yeah, in the opening minutes, of yeah. the, and they had to play a whole. Like I'd have been like, nah, I need a second. I like no, it's, no. Put in Rodney Hood. I can't. He wasn't on the team at that time. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It, but, uh, it's not. It, it's not just that aspect of it. It's also that. They then have to go through this whole rehab and like basketball is their whole life. Yeah. That's that's what they do every day. And like injuries happen, and you're out maybe two months, three months. But this is for a long time, and he can't really run or do anything for a while. And that like that part of it is also tough, where you, they can't even play basketball for in such a long time. Yeah, it looks like he broke his leg, which I believe is like I think Paul George was out a year, if I'm correct. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he came back like a year, and I think Ricky said he came back like at the end of the season for a little bit. Yeah, so, he played like a dozen games or a little less than a dozen games. Yeah, so I, hopefully he comes back in that kind of time. I, I have never seen the Sean Livingston injury before, and I refuse to. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, I that heard was... that one's the worst one out of all of them. Because like I've seen wear, and that I saw that live, and I just... Yeah, but I... I refuse to ever see a replay of the Sean Livingston one because I've heard you hear him yelling, like you just hear him yelling so damn loud, and you just see how gruesome that. That just, I, yeah, no, not for me. And it's like the Willie McGinnis injury in football, where like I haven't seen that. He, he when he was playing for my, have you seen that, Rosh? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh, it, it he was a it, well, obviously Willie McGinnis was a running back. He played for Miami and. He, there was a play where he like literally like someone tried to tackle him and their their helmet went like directly into like where his kneecap was and like his knee legit bent back like a horse like a horse's oh, leg oh. and it was like one of the like it was like Sean Livingston it was the one of the worst things you could ever see um but you know he like obviously Willie McGinnis like he played in the NFL like he had a successful career as an NFL running back uh-huh. um so if anything it, it just shows like it's like it's like you said, Ali. Like this, this is these guys' livelihood, and they yeah. take it very seriously. And their bodies are their their. It's how they it's how they make their living, and they they take it seriously enough to train back and to have the determination um, to just come back from that. Like I, I overstated Paul George. He actually only played a half dozen games in that fourteen fifteen season. Uh, okay. um, but still, to play like fifteen minutes a game 
go out six times the yeah. last time you played was like breaking your leg like that's I mean, to be quite honest, these guys are like superheroes in that way. Like, I, I could not. Like, I'm yeah. not going to go play basketball tomorrow after watching that video. Yeah. And these guys go out there and, like, play against the best athletes in the world. What's, I, what's crazy to me is Paul George came back and he's playing his best basketball of his career. Yeah. yeah. Well, it took him, like, two years, right, to get, like, yeah. I think fully back. But, yeah, it's impressive even he Cause people were saying, his level. Yeah, because people were saying he might not – get back to that level of basketball or that right. level. Yeah. Like you look at Gordon Hayward, like his, his regression since, since uh, he hurt his, his leg last year. So. All right. Just to, you know, just, just to, we got, we got like 45, 40, 30, 35 minutes ahead of us. Let's, let's try and lighten the mood a little bit. Um, I thought you said, let's try to move a little bit. And I was like, I'm not moving at all. I, no, I'm, 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 I'm afraid that my seat has wheels right now, the chair I'm in. So, like, no, not moving. Just moving forward. Um, Toyota, let's go places. Oh, that's a, that's not an ad. That's not an ad. I don't want a Toyota car. Don't, don't, just kidding. I would die for a Toyota car. I mean, I'd die for an Acura. So, if Acura wants, I don't want Donnie to, like, call me out on Twitter again for, like, asking for sponsorship. But if Acura wants to sponsor... Man, that ILX is looking raw. Anyway. Please, I'm begging you, don't send me a car. I would not just... I won't say my address. If you DM me, I will not give you my address. Yeah, don't say it on the pod. That's a little dangerous. (laughs) No, there's no way. I was not going to go down that route. No, that... Raj, that wasn't even free pump promo. That was just self-preservation. You never know. Someone might listen to this and be like, hey, let me go buy, you know, what would you say, an Acura? Uh, go buy an Acura. Do, do either of you all have a, have a Patreon? Do you all have a Patreon? No. No. See, how are we accepting gifts and none of us got Patreons? <laughs> we got to step our game up. There's, there's a Venmo. <laughs> I get gifts through Venmo. Why don't you twit pick, like, Tweet out a picture of your Venmo code, and mm-hmm. and you be the test tube, and we'll we'll figure out if we should move forward from there. <laughs> all right, definitely, definitely will. All right, um, all right. So we're gonna go from literally the saddest news yeah. possible uh, to the happy news, happiest news possible. Uh, the Lakers won against Sacramento. Yes. Yay. Yes. Wow. And what enthusiasm! <laughs> it's. I mean, I'm. I. They played. It was really nice watching them play you know, some good basketball for the first time in a while. But at the same time, it's just, I don't know. You watch these games and there was not once where I, you know, I got out of my, off my couch and just said, yeah, or like got enthused by the game. Every nice play, I would just like nod my head and be like, yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that. I I feel like I'm alone in this. Like I see a lot of people are like, oh, JaVale is like back. Like we should bring him back maybe. And then I'm just like, dude, where was this like three weeks ago? You know, like he's like he's like breaking Laker records with like eight games left. He's playing he's so <laughs> well. But it's like more annoying to me. I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, he's he's playing for a contract. Him and KCP snapped out of whatever they were in and were like, yeah, we got we got a free agency this summer. Let's let's play well. I was just gonna say I don't want to be cynical, but I think you're 100 percent right. Like that's what happens when like you have a bunch of guys who are playing for a contract is. We realize we're out of playoff contention. The performance drops, and then the, they realize, like, oh, snap, I'm about to be a free agent again. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, JaVale's dropping 33 and 20. 
And it's <laughs> like we're we're literally going with the ebb and flow of contract year players. Um, yeah. Also, I was going to ask: is that is the lack of enthusiasm? Is that a little bit of, of the tanks steep sneaking into no, your, to your no, attitude? No, there's you got no, a little there's, tank in you, Ollie. No, there's no tank in me whatsoever. There's well, I'm not gonna lie. It's oh, I don't say I'm not gonna lie. It's hard not to like watch Zion and then go watch the Lakers and be like, "Damn, why are we winning again?" You know. What I, mean? I there's I'm anytime I'll hear Zion and Lakers, I'm just gonna yell out, "Nope, nope, 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 nope." Look, bro. There was like a 12 minute period where Ja Morant was outscoring Florida State by himself. And I was like, yo, him and Lonzo next to each other. We got like, that's that's like the souped up version of D'Lo and Lonzo next to each other. I was like, Jaws attacking, Zoe's guarding, Zoe's starting the transition, Jaws in the half court. Ah, I can see something here. Wait, Raj, uh, Lonzo can't play defense, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah. People are listening or just saying, what what just happened? <laughs> no, we're jumping into it. We're doing that right now. That's Are what's we? happening. <laughs> what's happening? It's what's like- happening is look, man. I'm not. I'm not. Look, the form is a family. All right. And if people want to pop off at the forum co-hosts, I could pop back. That's all I'm saying, bro. Also, Lonzo is a great defender. I don't want to hear it from certain Twitter personalities. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> hey, man. I, I respect his take. You know, he's right. He's right. <laughs> it's all some Harry Potter stuff. He who shall not be named. <laughs> no, don't 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 use those letters. Nah, it's like it's like it's like <laughs> it's like PP. You got You realize you have to bleep that out. I know. I'm annoyed now. I got to remember. <laughs> and no, no free right promo, when you man. said yeah, no free promo for <laughs> or the other guy. <laughs> I don't want. I don't even want no no initials. Where you're not getting any followers off the forum, bro. <laughs> Nah, no Harry Potter out here. No A, no A out here. I've got to bleep that now. <laughs> oh, no we Harry Potter. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. No Harry Potter out here, bro. Oh, I just opened up my phone to do research, and the freaking Nurkic video was the first thing that popped up. That was brutal. That, yep. Don't. Okay. You, you saying that just made me cringe all right well this has been an extremely productive 20 minutes of the podcast how what percent of it has been about the lakers i think we talked about the lakers win for a quick second like a quick minute and 30 about the sacramento game that's that's how i know the tank is sneaking in you don't have to lie to me ali the <laughs> no, tank is sneaking no in. listen my friend it's funny because i've missed the past maybe the, the last three out of the five, last five games i've missed them but i've recorded them and rewatch. And my friends have been shocked because I don't ever do, I don't ever miss a game. I always watch it live. And lately, I've just been missing them. And they're saying, "What's happened? Are you losing your fandom?" And it, it honestly is shocking to me because you we still have LeBron, and I still you know it's, I enjoy watching the Lakers play. But even the last few years, I watched near the ends because there was guys like D'Lo or and other guys like that playing, but. When you just see, when you don't see any of the young core out there and you're seeing KCP and JaVale go off, I don't think we've ever had a season like that near the end. We at least had some of the young core, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but we at least had some of the young core playing out there. We have Kuzma, but Josh Hart's hurt, Ingram's hurt, Lonzo's hurt, 
is just right. it's it's tough. I I, I do rewatch though because I really I really do love watching. Obviously, I love watching LeBron play and you know Javale's going off and you got the G League guys like Caruso. Caruso's getting an NBA contract. I'm just gonna say that right now. He's gonna mm-hmm. make it with some team next season. I wonder if I can bet that on FanDuel on the sportsbook app. Will Car- Will Alex Caruso sign a contract with an NBA team? If anybody from FanDuel or DraftKings is listening, that should be a prop on your app. I'm just saying. Does that count as a? No, that doesn't count. Never mind. No, that's not a promo. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Don't you give sure? us free money. Don't give us free money, DraftKings. If anything, I just want a job from one of them. Like, I'll give you free promo for a job. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Should we Should we talk about the Lakers again? Yeah, we should talk about the Lakers. Okay. Halfway through the pod, we should definitely talk about the Lakers. <laughs> um, there is some Lakers news. We're going to go from, like, um, I guess, realistic, the, the least realistic, or the least impactful to the most impactful. Mm-hmm. Can we do that? First and foremost, we're going to talk about the Woj bomb that dropped uh, about Jason Kidd being um, on the Lakers' radar for the next head coaching position. And then that report being swiftly shot down. Yeah, it was more like a Woj paper plane. Like it just kind (laughs) of came and didn't really like blow up at all. So it was a flash bomb, like a flashbang, just bright lights, but no actual (laughs) shrapnel. (laughs) Sorry, I've been playing Call of Duty. I don't know. You remember who shot that down? Stephen A. Smith. I told you he had magic tells him everything. Did you hear how he worded it though? He's like, he's like, they want to, they want to be super clear that Jason Kidd is not in their plans. I don't know yeah, why yeah. they just want me to tell you that. Like, <laughs> 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 like Woj and him don't work for the same network. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's yeah, that's that's exactly what that is. Like, there's a clear delineation of who gets information from whom. Yeah. Magic, Magic probably told him he's like, I need you to say this, and he's like, you know, Woj said that. I don't want to go against Woj. He's like, no, I, this is, I'm not giving you any more information if you don't say this. So he said it in the most respectful way possible. Stephen A. Smith, by the way, is like the king of content, right? Like he can oh, say anything absolutely. and it will just look like super entertaining and interesting. <laughs> the moment he said, and I quote, I am a black man on national television, end quote, on national television. I was just like, this dude's my hero. Like I just... I just want to be able to say that one day. I just want to get on national TV one day just so I can say that quote and have it be true. Um, yo, he's yeah, he's the he's the king of content. He's the king of content. As as uh, as someone said in Raj's mentions, he I don't know if it was your mentions or if you said this. He is the most memeable, uh, gifable, yes, JPEGable. Easy. easy. He knows it too. That's why he did the green screen green screen thing. Yeah, his. <laughs> That the picture of him pointing to the camera in front of the green screen is my Bleacher Report account profile picture. Like, <laughs> it is amazing. You know how mainly because I don't know what else I'm supposed to do with a Bleacher Report profile picture. Like I mean, it, yeah, like I don't know what I'm anyway. There's so many people on Twitter who don't know anything about basketball or ESPN who use him as a gift for responses. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He knows and exactly like, what he's doing, and they rack up likes, retweets off of it. Yeah. You just have what you're forward. saying is what you're saying is Stephen A. Smith is for the culture. Oh, he's absolutely for the culture. Yeah, yeah, that's basically facts. what I am saying. Super facts. Also, Anthony Anthony Irwin, uh, he tweeted out like 
talking about um, the Lakers uh, throwing out coaching names, he's like, it's funny to me to picture the Lakers basically leaking names just to see what the reaction might be. <laughs> so they leak kid, and then re- reactions are, oh, come oh come on, what the f***? And then the Lakers go, JK, JK, sheesh. <laughs> just throwing out names as a, just to test the waters. Okay, speaking of which, I texted you guys something, and I wanted to discuss this on the pod, because even though Stephen A. Smith has shot down the possibility that Jason Kidd will be the coach of the Lakers, Uh I stated, and I stand by this, albeit a little less strongly, that I don't, like, there's so much backlash. No, please. There's so much backlash. And I do not understand the backlash. I, I'm i not saying I'm in favor. Like, if you ask me, would you rather have Luke Walton or Jason Kidd? I would rather have Luke Walton. But if Luke Walton is getting fired, mm-hmm. I do not see the problem with Jason Kidd. Attack me. Let me explain myself. But I want to know what I need to know first and foremost. What is the problem with Jason Kidd as a potential head coach? And I'm not trolling. Hold on. I'm not trying to be I, just I, like decisive. I got this, Raj. Can I, can, right, I, can I tackle this one? Go ahead. I'm listening. I need you to answer this question I'm about to ask you. Okay? Okay. What has he done with the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks that has made you think he deserves another chance with the Lakers who need to win a championship now? Not need to win a championship now, but they're trying to win a championship and this coach can just do things way better than Luke Walton can. What have you seen from him that sh- that makes you think that? That someone like maybe, I don't know, Tyron Lue, who I'm not advocating or saying, I just think they're better candidates than he is. Okay. Um, with I'm going to give you a slight caveat just because you, you mentioned Luke Walton. I want to reiterate that I think that Luke Walton would be a better coach than Jason Kidd. Okay. I did not hear that. Okay. Let's just, I just want to make sure that's on the record. Not no, even, okay. I, I, no, I got that. I don't even want to say better coach. I believe that. Mm-hmm. But what I would rather say is I would rather have Luke Walton coach this team than Jason Kidd. Okay. okay. Can we, are we good there? Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Raj. Okay. So I'm just going with some numbers here. Um, the Bucks last year, uh, the Bucks before, um, what's it called? With, I believe, Kidd and before they had Bruno Holzer. Spit they that were fire. 20, they were 27th in three-pointers made. This year, they're second. Uh, their mm-hmm. defensive efficiency gone up from 18th to 1st. I believe Jason Kidd is like the only guy in the world that can defend uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's like the only one that's actually gotten him to not be like an MVP <laughs> level player at like 23 years old. Very um, clever. Very and, clever. Uh, and I think those, I remember those Brooklyn, like the vets, I remember KG and like uh, Paul Pierce, they said they didn't really like I don't know, they didn't like his coaching as much, and I feel like we're going to have, like, LeBron and, like, I don't know, other... I, I just think, like, he's, like, a little more of, like, a personal coach where he'll try and make it about him, you know? I just don't think we need, like, a big-name coach. I feel like getting Jason Kidd is, like, signing Rondo as a backup point guard. You're going for the name instead of, like, his X's and O's and his defensive principles and all this other... all the other stuff that actually matters that... Okay, so you asked me, Ali, what is what has he done that makes me think he would be a good coach? And Raj, you said that he's the only person who can guard Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay, yes. perfect. So what I want to do is I want to kind of, and, and this is a little bit cheating, I want to kind of ignore his Brooklyn tenure because mm-hmm. it's hard to compare because the team that that 
the team that the Brooklyn Nets had before he coached was so different because of the Paul Pierce, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Garnett trade. Um, and he only coached there for one year before he, you know, tried to grab power in the front office, which wouldn't really happen in, in LA because it's Magic Freaking Johnson. Um, so instead, I want to take a look at Milwaukee beforehand. And I, and I lost, I, I, I'm upset with myself because I lost the exact numbers. I had them up here, but I, I, it, the gist is the same. So when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks in the 2013, 2014 season, mm-hmm. they were really middle of the pack. Um, especially defensively, they didn't, they didn't uh, defense. They didn't rebound the ball defensively well, and they caused. Uh, they didn't cause a lot of turnovers. They were like twentieth in the league in turnovers. And then you look at their first year under Jason Kidd, and they were third in the league in, in turnover percentage. And they had a better rate of defensive rebounding percentage. Basically, they they were a better defensive defensive team in terms of ending possessions in such a way that gave their offense an, an opportunity to score. And then you want to talk about Giannis Antetokounmpo? Yeah, okay. You want to say that he held Giannis back? But let's let's look at it. Jason Kidd's first uh, year coaching the Milwaukee Bucks was the 14-15 season. Um, in the 14-15 season, Giannis doubled his points per game from the previous year, got more efficient from the field, uh, and then the year after that, he added, he went from 12.7, first year under Jason Kidd, to 16.9, that's points per game, 6.7 to 7.7, rebounds per game, 2.6 to 4.3 assists per game. Um, and granted, he was playing more minutes, but that is that that is that's the coach's job to put the best player in the position to succeed. And then you go to the 16-17 season, and he was averaging tw- averaging tw- almost 23 points a game. His career high in assists, 5.4 uh, per game, 8.7 rebounds per game. And then you go to 27-2018, which is different because he got fired halfway through the season because obviously the team was underperforming. But in terms of Giannis, Giannis was averaging. The highest amount of points per game, well, like the highest amount of points per game he did, the highest amount of rebounds per game he ever did, and his best field goal percentage. So what what I see in Jason Kidd is I see a guy who started coaching the literally the year he retired. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. didn't get any separation, couldn't gain any type of perspective from the league. The so he move. coached as a player, which was you know pretty evident in the fact that he told a player to hit him walking off the court to spill ice an ice drink onto the floor which let me be straight with you guys that is genius okay like i know that's cheating but that is um that is that is the first time i've ever seen it and the last time i've ever seen it jason kidd is a trendsetter and an innovator and i'm not taking that back i do okay i do i do agree with you that that was a smart move i actually defended that move i it was even though it looks terrible on replays and stuff like that if he's out, if he needs a timeout and needs a break, that was that was genius. No, oh, genius. come on, you can't do that. No, oh, I, it was I, genius. Oh, I, 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 won't, no. I won't, I won't, I won't argue that it's not fair and that's cheating, but it was genius. Okay, would you? Think it was bush league. Wait, would you think? Would you think the same thing if like, uh, let's say in in a Denver series or something, the Celtics and Kyrie does that and he just like spills a drink or something on purpose? But you I think like, I I die of laughter. <laughs> If it was Kyrie, I think it's amazing. You said Denver. If Mike Malone did it, no, it wouldn't be okay because Denver. Exactly. But like if, <laughs> but I don't have the same amount of bias against Jason. <laughs> anyway, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me. All right. So here's what I'm saying. What were the problems with Jason Kidd's teams in Milwaukee? Right. They didn't shoot enough threes. Their mm-hmm. offense was a st- was stagnant and depended on Giannis too much, and. What they under underachieved in the in the playoffs, but they underachieved in the playoffs because their offense was rudimentary, right? Right. But you think about their defense. Now, granted, the league shifted away from their defense, but that's what happens to to, to defensive coaches. That's what happened to Tibbs. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like the league shifts, the league reacts to what you're doing. But at a time, that defense was crazy. Like like they were 
they were they were getting teams to turn the ball over at a rate that was unheard of. Um, and I think that with a little bit of time spent away from the game at, on on a close level, he could learn a little bit about what's happening today in today's game, how threes are important, how teams are adjusting to their defense. And if he, you know, we we the the front office talks a lot about how they don't like Luke's coaching staff, but if they implemented that same attitude with Jason Kidd, I think we could put together a coaching staff with Jason Kidd at the helm because Jason Kidd helped develop Giannis to the Giannis he is right now. And what what do we have? We have Brandon Ingram, who's the type of isolation ball handler uh, uh, who, who who takes people to the cup like Giannis does. We have Lonzo Ball, who, fought, who needs a little bit of development himself. We have Kuzma, who needs to develop more skills in the way that Giannis developed more skills. I think his youth development is good, and we can help augment his sort of offensive deficiencies in a way that would mask his deficiencies. I'm done. <laughs> actually, those oh. are, like, really good points, actually. No, but- that... You broke that down perfect. Like that was yeah. you made a solid argument, and I respect that. I would grade it an A for effort, but I, yes. but I, I would grade it an F for effectiveness. The fact that I still wouldn't uh, hire Jason Kidd. All, all, the, all those points made me think like, is he like? It made me just think that's another Luke kind of retread. Like, don't you kind of think that like another that's... high defensive coach who like is good at developing players has a really rudimentary offense? Um, didn't really have time to develop whatever he was trying to do because he had stars jump in right away, kind of thing. Like, you know, they had obviously KG and Pierce. He had LeBron come in, kind of thing. Like, I, I just see him like as another kind of Luke retread, and I don't think we have like time for that to learn if a coach is good. Like, I know, I think I know Itora Messina. I know like guys like at least Ty Lue, You kind of know what he's gonna do. I don't know what Jason Kidd would do. I don't think they have That's... time to like experiment with that. Exactly, Jason Kidd on the jump was saying how he's like because she asked him how he's gonna change. Has is there any way he's changing his uh, the way he goes at coaching, the way he coaches a team, and he was saying how. You know, uh, I I want to have more fun with the game, and I want to obviously shoot more threes, stuff like that. So he's obviously sees now how the game's played, but then he's going to test his skills on us. I don't think we are a place that someone needs to test their new coaching abilities or their new their new the new way they look at the game. I think we need someone who already knows how to coach the game. So so what you're both saying is that by hiring Jason Kidd, we'd effectively be doing the same thing over again. We'd be hiring a coach that needs to develop right. uh, their coaching yes. style a little bit um, and refine their ways. And since we've already done that, there's no need to do that again. Um, yeah. That's what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Also- yeah. So basically you're saying there's more than one way to skin a cat. And we've already skinned the cat this way. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. I, I, I have one more point to make. But how am I supposed to make it after that? No, yes. keep going. We'll go back. No. You're gonna skin it a different way. Is that what you're gonna? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to skin it like in a different route, and you just blocked it. So I just. What? Um, you... I'll put the skin back on. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, oh, just we'll glue it. Glue it for a quick second, and then we'll you know oh, go back at it. We'll skin it a different that's as way. That is the Nurk video. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you? What did you, I want to go back to what you said about uh, Jason Kidd with defense? What did you say again? Like what? It, he was a good defensive coach. Well, well, the part of my part of my explanation was that the year before he went to Milwaukee, they had uh, like a, a pretty high um, defensive rating mm-hmm. and also a very low turnover rate, um, turnover percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the four factors, Sonder's four factors. And after he got there, their defensive rating decreased um, to sort of around league average level from where they were before. And You're saying they, for the they Brooklyn, had, the Brooklyn Nets did. 
Oh no, I'm talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, okay. Be- because I I couldn't really compare the the Nets before and after a kid because the team was so different yes, roster wise. Yes, yeah, but, but, but the Bucks, the team was much more similar. So he he took them to like a fop, top five uh turnover forcing team mm-hmm. and and more around a, a top half of the league defensive rating team um from his defensive schemes. That was my point. Uh I remember just for as defensive wise, like because you were making that point. With Milwaukee though, he uh is saying it says because I remember I I looked up stuff because I remember you when you texted us saying how you were going to go off on us about Jason Kidd. Uh, it says here, and this is from uh, SB Nation, Kidd's defense worked in the 2014-2015 season on Kumpo's first year in the playoffs when they finished 41-41. But it has proven ineffective with the Bucks since as they finished 22nd and 19th in def- defensive efficiency in the two full seasons since then. Milwaukee, when he when he got uh, fired, Milwaukee ranks 25th midway through this. Oh, sorry. 25th. I could be totally wrong. Did he get fired after the third year? Or, I mean, in the middle of the third year? I, th- I, I thought it was... Um, was it sick? Yeah. No, it was... I think it was in the middle of the fourth year. Because it says... Uh, I think he finished... I think he finished... Three, he finished 14, 15, 15, 16, 16, 17. Yeah. And then fired in the middle of the fourth year. Because fired... Weren't they doing some weird, like, trapping defense or something? I know they were trying something different. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what they were doing. Yeah, and then all of a sudden people figured out, like, hey, <laughs> we can get open shots. And I think, like, isn't that, isn't that kind of yeah. what happened? Like, yeah. Like, from what I remember. But that's exactly what Defensive-wise, whatever he was doing beforehand wasn't working. And last point on the Jason Kidd thing. It's more like the. It's nothing. I guess he. I guess you made some good points about him, but it's more like this process of going after these. Like, I guess these names. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like the how we're chasing free agents is how we're chasing coaches. You know, at least just from mm-hmm. the Wolves report. But um, even though it was shot down, just the way these leagues are coming out, like uh, Mark Jackson and things like that. It's just. Uh, there needs to be a change of like it should be like a process like you interview him like hey it shouldn't just be like yeah. oh yeah let's give and Jason to be Kidd fair a try, you know? Jason Kidd I mean they do have a better roster surrounded uh, surrounding Antetokounmpo now they have a much better roster but yeah, I do. think with Jason Kidd he would be given Brooke Lopez and he'd be like what are you doing out on the three point line go in the post Yeah, I mean that was one of the huge things with him, right? He de-emphasized threes and and overemphasized post post action. And also, he also like had a tendency to bring in vets that he like knew, because um, you know he had played with them and he had been in the trenches with them. And after Byron Scott and this year's debacle, that's like the last thing yeah. that that the Lakers need. <laughs> Thank you for proving our point. Um. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, you know, I like to think. No, we, uh, you hey, know, I'm being dead serious. You, you, you brought out some, um. <laughs> some solid points. You see, like when you were when you were going off, yeah. I was I, like, I prepared. Just I was nodding my head and thinking, yeah, hey, he, he actually really did his research. I appreciate that. I, I take the form very seriously. That's all. The, that's the moral of the story. Um, you know what I also take very seriously? Old adages. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> oh no! Because no, I'm serious. Because I was listening to Locked On Lakers and Pete and Anthony went off about the phrase "one more than one way to skin a cat." So I had to do my research, and I just wanted to share with you guys some conclusions okay, that I came it. to um, from that research about that phrase. First and foremost, 
Before we started recording the podcast, I said the phrase, and I thought he said gift, gift horse, horse first mouth. off, and I just was said what? I heard him right. I just have never heard that. Yeah, in what is it? What is it? Gift years and what is what's wrong with their mouth? So no, the point is that like, so the the idea of looking a gift horse in the mouth is that like. You're finding fault with something that has been like given to you as like a favor or a gift. So like if someone gives you a horse, uh-huh. don't look the horse in the mouth and be like, oh, wow, <laughs> such crappy teeth this horse has. Like that's the idea. Like uh, don't okay. the, the original phrase is no man ought to look a gift horse in the mouth and inspect its teeth. That's like the that's like the, the sense. So if you're given something, accept what it is and don't like. I don't think I'll ever use that. It does make sense. I don't think I'll ever use that. Um, But and oh no, (laughs) no, no. I respect it. I'm just saying. I don't think like I would. I think I'd stutter a lot trying to use it in a sentence or trying to respond back because I think I'd just say, (laughs) "Don't look at that horse with its gift in its mouth." And I just look at them and smile and be like, "I don't know, man. I just I got taught this and I was trying to use it." I don't even know if it's correctly used in this situation I'm in, but I thought I'd sound pretty smart. And <laughs> the horse has a gift in his mouth. Don't look. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. All right. Well. All right. We're, we we've solved that adage at least. But now the more than one no. way to skin a cat adage. Have you guys heard that I before? I've heard that one. Yes. I think okay. that one. I hadn't heard common. that one. No. You heard it? Uh, okay. All right. So as we know, the, what it means is there's many ways to do something. Like right. there's many ways to achieve a goal. But I was curious. I looked it up, and apparently, like, we this is kind of gross sorry, and like, terrible. So please excuse me. But yeah, I mean, like after the way this podcast started, it can only get but so much more gross. Um. So the apparently, like, one of the roots of the phrase is like not there's more than one way to skin a cat. But apparently, the original phrase is, there are more ways to kill a cat than choking it with what? cream. Oh, God. Wait, did choking it and with cream? And it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, are you sure that's where the original phrase came from? Yes, in the 1830s. It, it was in a book by Seba Smith. That was that was the original phrase. And somebody moved up to a haircut for a cat somehow from there. Oh. All right, but before that, in the 1600s, I I'm not uh, ready. I'm sorry, Ali. I know this is gonna hurt you. So apparently, the original animal oh. to use in that phrase was a dog, and apparently, it was the phrase was there are more oh. ways to kill a dog than hanging. Oh wow! I don't know that that that's kind of that's kind of f-ed up, right? I don't know who's hanging dogs and why, um, but apparently, that was the original phrase. So I've never used that I, phrase, and I, I now think, know that I never I think will, when we use that phrase yeah. on this podcast, there we should go. bleep it out. <laughs> Eventually, we're going to get to the point where like people are going to listen <laughs> to this podcast, and it just bleeps for everything. Like just bleep bleep. <laughs> Skinning cats. <laughs> I'm going to bleep all those. Don't worry. <laughs> There's basketball in here somewhere. I promise. <laughs> This is what happens when it's when it's late March and the Lakers are out of the playoffs. 
Um, yeah, so I was just really disturbed. I kind of like, I wanted, I wanted that to be like a kind of a tongue in cheek phrase. Like I do this in my head sometimes. I'll like romanticize things. So I wanted that phrase more than one way to skin a cat to mean like, like actually, no, there's only one way to skin a cat. So like I wanted that phrase to mean like, oh, there's only actually one way to do things. Like it's sarcastic. Um, and that's like gross. Like obviously there's not more than one way to skin a cat. Why would you be sure? Um, but apparently no, apparently it's, <laughs> I, really, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. I really thought it was like multiple ways to give a cat, like a haircut. Like I really thought that's where the phrase came from. Like somebody was like giving a cat a haircut and was like, yeah, I definitely didn't think it was how to kill a cat with cream. <laughs> hey, Raj, you're a man after my own heart. Okay. Cause I'm a cat guy and I would love to just take my cat to the groomers, get him a nice haircut. Hey bro. Hey bro. Don't do it that way. There's a plethora of other ways you can give my cat his haircut, bruh. I don't you, like how you're doing it. You can do a fade, a taper. Come on. You know, like if if we're feeling lazy, you imagine just give him a bowl cut. You, you, know your, like, uh, you gave the your cat to would I call the person a barber? I don't. Well, if your cat was getting a haircut by from somebody, a groomer, um, a groomer, they and they use that quote. What do you think you do? They're like, they looked at you and they're like, hey, did you know that there's, there's, I can't even say the quote. I don't even want to say the quote. I feel disgusting saying the quote. You know what quote I'm talking about. I guess the, the horse one comes off the tongue a little easier now. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that one sounds a little better. Oh, You don't even have to answer that. I don't want you to answer that, actually. Oh. <laughs> You didn't have to tell me twice. Okay. Um, all right. We should actually talk about something Laker related now because it's been 45 minutes. Um, yeah. All the Lonzo stuff, right? Yeah. yeah I, I think that's like the most substantive thing that has happened this week. We made, uh, people, week. Uh, we made Lonzo people listen all the way through from BBB. for the, probably the main topic. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they listen to the forum, man. Look, look. Look, man, if you want nothing but Vorp, then go listen to Hardwood Knox or Dunked On Basketball, all right? We're giving you that real shit, all right? We're giving you that looking a gift horse in no. the mouth shit, all right? Just, no. <laughs> you want Harry Potter or not? <laughs> um, yeah. All right, seriously, though, guys, this is kind of huge, like, right? This is, um, this is one of one of the most trusted people in our yeah. in our starting point guard's lives sort mm-hmm. of betraying him and Lonzo really taking control of his own life. And, and I know that it's good for him to take control of his own life because people have been calling for him to do that for forever because of, you know, the sort of the, the way that his dad has gone about his business. But on a real personal level, oh, like absolutely. This and this hurt. is he, he knew about it in 100%. It was October. That that must have been bugging him for the whole season. Yeah. That must have been the back of his mind because that's just if he gave his dad the documents in November or sorry October, and showed him that one point five million dollars was missing, he knew something was up. Yeah, that's, it's crazy yeah. that it's been that long, you know. And even like this guy's history is pretty wild. Like this guy was like their. Well, right I think Lonzo man, said right? how he's a huge and figure. Like Lonzo said, he his didn't life even... too. Yeah. But he didn't even know he did like set. He was sentenced to like seven years in prison. For, yeah. 
like money for us. Lavar yeah. Lavar knew, correct? That 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 uh, I forgot his knew name. Knew what? Yeah, went to seven. Was in prison for Alan. seven years. I I thought that he didn't. From what I read, I was under the impression that Lavar didn't know that he was in prison until Lonzo told him. Because I what I what I read was that. Alan Foster met Lonzo and Lavar because yeah. Lonzo and Alan's son were playing on the same AAU team like right. nine years ago, right? So I feel like they just happened, they just came upon each other, like they just happened mm-hmm. upon each other through basketball. And, and like, imagine you know, in the future, Ali, your son yeah. is friends with some kid who's like really good, and you meet that kid's dad. <laughs> Do you you're have not going to be like, hey, by the way, uh, yeah. Yeah, you, like you know what I'm yeah. saying. So I felt like it was. I felt like it really came out of the blue. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's we'll, it's we'll... <laughs> it's sad, man. Like I like you said, I I feel like that was really on Lonzo's on Lonzo's mind. Like you said, he he brought that to his dad in the beginning right. of the season. And I haven't kept up with like ball in the family, but like you gotta you gotta think that Lonzo is like doing all this, knowing that some of his profits are yeah. going to BBB, which he knows is a corrupt venture. Right. You know, his he's he's engaging in this television show that he knows like it is that this guy is making money off the show, the same guy who's stealing money from him. That has got to be like I I've been stressed before. And that's that, a level of stress that, that I'll with, never with one point five million to Lonzo, that's a ton. Because obviously that's a ton to everybody. But if it was someone even with who can I even Evan Turner with his contract, that's a little bit less. It's still a lot of money. But Lonzo's on his rookie contract, so he still hasn't, you know, made a whole bunch. So that is just a huge hit to not just his heart, but his bank account as well. I mean, 1.5 is a lot, but, like, don't they have that much invested into Big Baller Brand? Like, they have, like, shirts, like, sweats, um, all basketballs, things like that. Like, I feel like 1.5 is not enough to just, like, close your yeah, business but- down and, and go home, you know? Like, I feel like this there was things adding up, and then this is kind of, like, yeah. the thing I that bet you, I bet you back. he was tired of it all. Well, also, the, what I read in that ESPN article by Ramona was that it wasn't just like 1.5 of like BBB profits. It was 1.5 million yeah, of Lonzo's I, I personal right. money. Right. Like they, they couldn't track so if, where it was, right? That money. Yeah. So if it's, if it's like we're supposed like Alan Foster owns 16.3. Yeah. I think Lonzo owns 16.3. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. Lonzo owns 51. Lonzo, okay, my bad. And, and Lavar owns 16.3. Right. And so, yeah, whoever else, and you're saying like, okay, we have this business and we're supposed to, the business is supposed to feed itself, but instead you're using my personal money mm-hmm. that I, that I, first of all, my name, Lonzo's name makes the brand. So right. that is the goodwill he's giving to the brand. And then uh, mm-hmm. beyond that, you're using my personal money instead of reinvesting whatever was supposed to be reinvested into the business to, to support the business. That's distrustful. And like, I, I like, like you said, Ali, I think it's like the principle of the matter. Like, I think he was done with it. I think he said, like, yeah. I'm going to try it your way, dad, you and Alan's way. And like, what has happened? Like, yeah. no one's buying the shoe. The BBB has an F from the Better Business Bureau, which is also the BBB, <laughs> ironically. Um, or coincidentally, I don't like when people misuse those terms. Um, it's a whole new na- chapter. Now it's time for me to do my thing. Let's just say not only he 
I feel like this is going to be a huge growing experience for him because life hit him hard right there. Uh, but he's probably, I my guess would be Nike. He would say he's going to sign with some company, probably Nike. He has, he's going to have a healthy summer, knock on wood. Right. He's going to have a healthy summer. And I just think this is going to like, this summer is going to be huge for him. You're, it, we're probably going to see a new Lonzo ball. I feel like just from everything that's happened, Well, like, I think I told you guys before we started recording, but um, kind of like we were sold, right? You know, how, like, we were found out about Big Baller Run through, like, there was going to be three guys, kind of yeah. three brothers coming into the NBA. And obviously, it's not going to work out like that after the, like, the UCLA thing that happened. And then, obviously, the talent of Leangelo is looking like it's not enough to get in the NBA. I think that all that kind of adds up. And Lonzo kind of saw, like, hey, like, me and LeVar are the brand right now. And that's not enough to sell, as you said, Rick, the mm-hmm. shoes and all the shirts. And this is probably, like, their way to be able to get out of that. And it's an unfortunate way to get out of it, but I think, as you said, it's better for um, Do you think for Lonzo in the, you, in the future. I feel like there's a chance LeVar continues big ball at Grand. Well, he can't continue without Lonzo, right? I mean, that's he's Lonzo's the brand, I'm thinking. I mean, without his kids, yeah, if, like, yeah. LaMelo commented on Lonzo's Instagram post yeah. saying, thanks for getting us out, so it seems like he's not invested in it. And from the numbers that Ramona said, he didn't own any of it anyway, yeah. probably to yeah. keep himself from, probably keep his eligibility open. So, yeah. if Lonzo, like, yeah. are they going to have to buy Lonzo out? You know what I mean? Like, and if they buy Lonzo out, there's it's no way gonna... that they're going to, like, if Lonzo's well, I, not I know part that, of it, but I thought maybe what's he'd, like, BBB? try for a little, but yeah, yeah, you're, no, you're right. I think I. Really I mean, no, you're he right. Will. He probably will try because yeah. Lavar makes something sell, out of nothing on I'm the sure daily. I'm sure if he tries to sell Big Baller Brand, somebody's gonna do some, buy it or make an offer. Well, that was kind of my concern. Like my girlfriend Sam bought me a a big BBB sweatshirt for Christmas, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, can I not wear this anymore? Yeah, you're like, am you're I anti Lonzo when I step into the streets? No, it's it, it's vintage. Oh, you now. should resell it. Hells, you already know. She. Uh, and what's going to happen is I'm going to come to LA and Lonzo's going to sign it for me, ironically, and then I'm going to sell it as like a completely ironic vintage piece. And I'm, I'm just pay off my excited to see Lonzo like, and non BBB stuff. Just, I'm just excited to see this new Lonzo. I think he's, I think, I, like I said, he's going to mature a lot from this. He already was very mature, but I think this is going to bring a new Lonzo into this uh, team. Anytime stressors Absolutely. leave your life, you you wind up more Absolutely. focused. Dude, and I, think this I is bet you this is weighing on him so. for the longest time. So, so like, where is there, is there income now coming from Lonzo's salary then? This is where I'm kind of confused in how this goes now because I'm pretty sure the business was was supporting them right and now it's like just Lonzo's salary and his or until Lamelo gets to the league like how does this work do you think they'll just sell it like I, I don't know how you can just throw away all that product I'm sure they have like tons of product you know in the warehouse like seeing Demo post like dump yeah that was so weird to me because he's like, always really weird to me like you know what I mean like you're you're selling stuff on the site still like I know it's 50% off but you're still selling it why throw a picture of you 
of your manager throwing away the shoes, you know what I mean, into the trash. I saw weird. someone post online saying how they might be, I forgot who said this, they might be doing this on purpose, just like how, just to create drama for the show. And I thought, one, one, I'm just going to say there's no way. But if that were true, which it's not, um, that would be the, like, no one would want to, that would be worse than a, a billion times worse than what D'Lo did. Yeah. 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 yeah you yeah. want to talk about immaturity. <laughs> like, how did D'Lo? No, I'm saying, I'm saying like the whole Snapchat <laughs> thing, you know, he got a lot of crap for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, give give me revealing yeah, oh, I, cheating I, over like Kardashian being, style yeah, media people, people manipulation. People being mad at That's people for that is yeah. just I don't know. It was obviously you know, we're not going to get into the D'Lo thing right now. Talking talking about D'Lo is just going to ruin my. We name. don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're. Uh, I feel like it's we we beat Sacramento and obviously nobody cares. <laughs> um. And there's. <laughs> And there's been a lot of drama. Um, so, so before we before we sign off, I wanted to get you guys' opinion since we are since we are all such uh, Lakers Twitter, NBA Twitter aficionados. Something happened on NBA Twitter that before we sign off, I wanted to get you guys' opinions on. Um, and I, I just want to preface this by saying I personally love the Hardwood Knox podcast. I don't I don't I don't love it. I, I used to be a, like a huge listener, and like I'm not gonna lie. Ever since, like, I don't know what happened. I guess Jay Z like shut it down because they used to use the Hard Knock Life instrumental as the intro, and and they haven't for like a couple months now. And I guess Jay Z and Rock Nation were like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to pay for that," and they were like, "Nah." Um, so ever since then, it's just been a different vibe. But one of the hosts of that podcast, uh, named Andrew D. Bailey, Andy D. Bailey, tweeted something uh, over over the weekend uh, that I just thought was just the beast. What does that mean? Um, and I mean that sarcastically. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, the bees' knees. The backstory of that is going to be. Oh my god! They used I was to take like, out the stingers of the bees old? and put them in their eyes and then feed them to the wolves. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I really don't know. Like I've never heard why they say that. No, they used I, to take out the yo, stingers of the bees that and that put them in people's seven, knees and kill them that way. <laughs> oh my god. Look what you've there's done. More, there's more than one way to defly a bee. I don't know. Um, okay. And, Andy Bailey. Andrew D. Bailey on Twitter. I'm going to give him a shout out even though I'm about to rip this man. Uh, he tweeted, if you oh, don't fall into one of tweet. these categories, Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I probably I don't tweet. care about your eye test. Now read this. Read I, this fully. You got if you don't fall into one of these categories, I probably don't care about your eye test. In quotes, eye test. And then he goes to list the categories that he doesn't that he will care about. Uh, one, professional scout. Two, professional coach. Three, current or former professional player. Four, small handful of analysts with a knack for player evaluation. Uh, ending in even their eye tests often fail. You know what? I, 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 I want to let you guys go first. What do you think? He's about not wrong. This, I'm uh, none of those things. And tweet. when I like, I'm I'm almost legally blind. My I my vision is very very poor. So I have to have these strong contacts in. He's co- he's completely correct. No, I think we're good. We're number four, right? We're that small group <laughs> of uh, analysts that he respects or something yeah. like that. So we're good. Hey, no, Rick. <laughs> I want. I I, I need. Sounds I good need to, to hear me. you rip into him. Uh-oh. So, 
first and foremost, and and I just want to say, in case, in case, just in case, Andrew Bailey. <laughs> I was going to say, I just want to say, I love. I mean, here's this. I love the hard knock. Yeah, how, I, don't, I, don't, I, I mean, I, you know, I, if, if it's needed, I will do it. Um, I want to say I appreciate uh, the the Hardwood Knox podcast. It's very entertaining. It's very smart. I love the podcast. That is the most self righteous, narcissistic tweet I've ever read in my Let's entire. First and foremost, let me just give you a little oh, some something about uh, see, I mean, Mr. Andrew. Hold on, hold on. Let me get ready. Oh, let's go. All right, I'm good. Okay. go. If if you look at Andrew Bailey's uh, Twitter, his profile picture is a picture yeah, of him playing that's basketball. Guessing. That's him, right? right? I I thought that was him. Okay, that is him. Okay. So he played for the Golden Eagles. Okay. okay, that would be the Southern Virginia University Golden Eagles. Okay, that is a D three school in Buena Vista, Virginia, in the Capital Athletic Conference. I am from Richmond, Virginia. I've never. <laughs> heard of southern virginia university so don't come in here like denigrating people's basketball opinions with your d3 basketball that's so ignorant i just that pissed me off so okay you're a you're a former college player you're not even a former professional player so by your own litmus test we can't even trust your opinion when you watch basketball which is utterly ridiculous second of all andrew d bailey he's been the co-host of hardwood knocks for a while he writes for bleacher report he's a utah fan he's an attorney at the BSHC Law Group, which stands for the Bailey Stock Harmon Cottom Law Group. So Andrew D. Bailey works for the law group that one of his relatives started. Okay, so not only were you not good enough at basketball to play like legitimate basketball, but you're a lawyer who has to work for his family's law firm. Do not, do not try and flex on NBA Twitter when you're doing that kind of thing. It's just so unnecessary. I understand that you write for NBA Math and that, like, you are in his in his bio. It says, "I am Vorp Twitter." Okay. You can be Vorp Twitter. You don't. You can. You can. You can wear that. You can. You can stake that claim in the ground. Put that flag in the ground and be cocky and narcissistic because you took a tableau class on Linda and you know how to make a f- double axis bar graph with a trend line. Like that's fantastic. All right, that's I. I I'm taking business intelligence right now. I feel. F- I know how to do that too. Congratulations. But don't come on Twitter and be disrespectful about it. Also, I am sorry, man. People who watch basketball tend to learn something about basketball every single time they watch. That is why jobs like the one I have and jobs like every team has in the entire league, it is somebody's job to watch basketball all day long long and guess what they learn from it because they talk about it with other people who know about it and and basketball is supposed to be com- commutative it's supposed to be communicative also it's supposed to be collaborative and when people try to make basketball analysis elitist it annoys me to no end especially when the people who are doing it played for a d3 school from my home state in a city that i'd never heard of uh that that's it that's all i have to say that was perfect. I okay, don't know what I can I'm gonna be yet, dead probably. honest here. Halfway through that, when you started like really going at it, my dad slowly opened my door and goes, "Do you hear outside?" And I like I, I slowly took off one headphone and like walked my laptop over, and my two of my neighbors were just yelling at each other, and they were like getting kind of at it, and. I heard you in one ear, like, going at it, and I was watching them just yelling back and forth at each other, and I was trying to hold in my laughter, because I didn't, you were making, like, some serious cases, and I didn't want to laugh during that, 
So I just was so confused by the whole situation. I cannot wait to actually fully hear that, what you said, because it, it sounded, it was getting really passionate. And <laughs> that, then I, all of a sudden my neighbors started yelling at each other. And I don't, I still don't know. Cause I walked away from it. I don't know what they're doing now. Cause I couldn't hear it. Cause I have headphones in. So yeah, I, that, okay. It was amazing, also, Rick. Seriously, because I already know that, that tweet. I hated that tweet. Wait. And from the, your beginning points, yeah, he should not, like, he has no right to say any of that. And then whatever you said after, I am positive I do agree with, just because I, I know you and I respect all of your takes. And all of your takes are correct. So I'm still shook by what just happened. I'll just add, I don't like the 75 possessions thing. I feel like we don't play in 75 possessions, but go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I also want to add that I, you know what, I messed up actually. Um, the uh, the 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 Southern Virginia University, they are not the Golden Eagles. Um, I'm pretty sure they're the Knights. Uh, the Golden Eagles are actually the Laramie County oh my. Community College Golden Eagles oh. in Laramie County, Wyoming, and I think that's just that's the punchline right there. Um, <laughs> So like, look, I don't like, I don't want to be disrespectful to people because I love, like, if you, if you take your time to like watch basketball and you like have the courage and the confidence to like put your opinion on paper or on wax, uh, that's what I say. Cause wax is like vinyl, like it's record. That's a hip hop thing. Anyway, if you are confident enough to like put your opinion out about basketball that you watched, mm-hmm. like I am proud of you and I want to see you succeed. And I'm so happy that I get to ingest, uh, your, your opinion and, and use it to inform my own, because the more perspectives we have, the smarter we can talk about this game. Um, but if you hop on Twitter and say some elitist like that, Yo, you are an enemy to me. Like, we are all doing this together. Don't you dare tell me I can't say something about some eye tests. Exactly. Because I don't fulfill some Agreed. qualifications that you Agreed. don't have. And what did did a tweet? Did, was there a tweet right before Agreed. that set him off? Or was he just lifting weights and felt very, you know, just full of himself? It's good. It's because he started posting these, like, um, I don't remember, he combined all these stats together and put, like, some weird, like, did you see that catch data stuff? I forgot, what, but he posted, like, something like that, and then everyone was going after him for that. And said, oh, he probably, oh, and then he took offense like to that. that and was like, you know, and, uh, I was actually a six-minute yeah. game, I don't know how many minutes a game, but six minutes a game in community college <laughs> player, okay? <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> Your eye test means nothing to me. Like, come on, man. No, I'm come glad on. you brought that up because. Uh, some, sorry, I had to get that that's off my chest. I've been right like that for like two days say, straight. And I'm glad people on Twitter are calling him out on that and people, and like that you're calling him out on that because that's just not, that's not okay to do. Yeah. There are enough people who watch basketball on a daily basis and have plenty of things to say. Um, and, and some of them aren't as confident as us and they don't need their like opinions denigrated because some, some like, I don't even know, personal property lawyer in Wyoming decided to like spout off on Twitter for a little bit. And that is, that is the end of my rant. (laughs) I'm telling you, it was so funny because I just (laughs) heard in one ear you going off and then outside my two neighbors just yelling at each other. And I was staring at them, and I was just like, what is happening? 
Yeah, you just had nothing, yeah. but, nothing but anger and violence in yeah. your ears. Yeah, that was that was an intense moment. That might be the subtitle for this podcast. Oh, oh by the way, what, what got people set off was he had Nikola, Nikola Vucevic as like the eighth w- best he, player in the he NBA. He has what, sorry? Due to some stat, he, to one of the stats that he put. Uh-huh. He had uh, Nikola Vucevic as like the eighth, eighth ranked best player on some stat yeah. he created or something like that. They posted, and that that kind of set people off, and that's where that tweet came from. Well, he is not the eighth the best player story. in the NBA. Did he did he get upset because he thinks that? Was his top thirty NBA players according to average of their ranks in ten catch alls? What that means? And then that's where that's where that tweet got well, set off from. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so. F- right now <laughs> i didn't know that's what said it all i'm um, afraid you don't like so no, vucevic anymore because of this eighth best player i i i, I still love vucevic i don't eighth best player in the yeah. league love vucevic yeah my eighth best player in the league is like jimmy <laughs> butler so i like i don't even i can't anyway uh, i just i just want to say before we sign off andy i still love your pod bro dan favale i love your intro, I mo- I try to model my podcasting style after Dan Favale. He's just so so jovial, so lovely. Um, but uh, yeah, if you say some yeah, like that, as I'm you should, after you. as I'm we sorry. are. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna pull it. <laughs> we can we can go it's to war on Twitter. Like, I'm gonna pull up. Right? It's coming. It's coming. It's... <laughs> that yeah, that's. That's that's the name of this episode. Uh, lots of anger and violence in your ear. Colon the bleep <laughs> it's, episode. And it starts off with be. us watching that, that injury. That, that Harry Potter war coming, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I got my wand ready, bro. All right. Well, before we before we give our final thoughts, uh, I just wanted to tell everybody who's listening to this, thank you very much uh, for listening to the forum, as always. Uh, and please feel free. It's a little late coming at the end, but please feel free to hop on Apple Podcasts and, and give us a, a five-star rating and leave a review. Ask us questions on, on Twitter. Uh, or if you if you listen to CastBox, subscribe there. Apple Podcasts, subscribe there. Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review. And, uh, and show us some love, man, because we love doing this. And uh, we, we've gotten a, a lot more listeners than we anticipated. So we really appreciate you guys uh, taking the the supposed to be 35 minutes and more like an I'm hour gonna, and 15 I'll, out of I'll your be day. straight honest. And, we before this <laughs> were saying, us. let's try to keep this one to 40 to 45 minutes. So we went a little over. Uh, but but we'll, 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 try to, we'll try again Why next time. Double. <laughs> It'll be easier to keep uh, the pod to like 45 minutes when something's mm-hmm. actually happening and we can talk about the thing that's happening as opposed to like, oh my God, Nurkish just had a terrible injury. All right, well, now we got to talk about that. Also, we pulled up this Andy <laughs> Bailey tweet and Rick's going to go off about that. Um, so, yeah, in the future, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll work there. Until then, enjoy, enjoy again, the rants. Thank enjoy you the guys. Tangents. Seriously, thank you so us. much for listening. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. The support's been crazy, so. Thank you. All right. So, um, yeah, for Ali, for Raj, and for me, myself personally, aka the forum. This has been the forum. <laughs>